0: Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of YXE Underground. My name is Eric Anderson and we are heading to one of my favourite places in Saskatoon for this episode, the Broadway Theatre. This month the Broadway Theatre is celebrating 30 years as a community-owned and operated theatre in Saskatoon, which is an achievement worth celebrating. The Broadway is many things to many people. For music lovers, it's a place where they can see their favourite artists and bands in an intimate setting and discover new and emerging talent from across the world. If you love live theater, then you have no doubt seen the Saskatoon Soaps perform on stage or watched a theater group perform during the Fringe Festival. Movie fans can flock to the Broadway for classic films, the best in global cinema, and independent Canadian movies. I even dragged my wife with me to see a screening of Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan at the Broadway Theater, an experience I know she is grateful for. Probably not, but it was great in the theatre. For the past 30 years, the Broadway has been a hub of cultural and community events in Saskatoon, and the future looks bright for the next 30, thanks to strong leadership, community support, and an army of passionate volunteers. Holly Gilroy is the Operations Manager of the Broadway Theatre, and works closely with volunteers to ensure that not only events take place at the 77-year-old theatre, but that people and artists enjoy their experience.
1: It's really cool working with lots of folks who've been at the theater longer than I have um in a different capacity with with greeting people at the door and ensuring that that all of the people that are there to see the show making sure that their night goes well and and you know if they have any issues or whatever it is um, that that it's uh, that it's handled and that they're just having a nice evening and so I think one of the one of the highlights or one of the um, biggest part of my role that doesn't necessarily take up the most time but is definitely one of the most essential things is is working with the volunteers and and just hoping and making sure that they feel appreciated and, and know how much time and effort they put in and how much of a difference that makes for, for everyone involved. For us and for the, for the artists, for the people going to the show, um, I think the volunteers do do way more than they know.
0: The community spirit found in Broadway Theatre Volunteers is also found in Aaron Autobine and April Sora. Aaron is the Artistic Director of the Broadway and is really quite gifted at forming meaningful connections with people and organizations in Saskatoon and throughout the greater artistic community. April is a past board member at the Broadway and, as you will hear, has been a supporter of all things Broadway Theatre since before she moved to Saskatoon. I was very lucky to speak with Aaron in April in the lobby of the Broadway on a busy Friday morning a few weeks ago. Student volunteers from Oskayak High School were filing in to help get ready for an afternoon performance, so you'll hear some commotion and rehearsals in the background of our conversation. Aaron stood behind the concession while April was in front of it as I hit the record button. Now we cover a lot of ground in twenty-seven minutes, from the joys of working with the community to celebrate artists to the challenges posed by the pandemic from ensuring the next 30 years are just as successful for the theatre to all the events happening in October. I started the conversation by asking Erin if she thinks of the Broadway Theatre as a hub for our community.
2: Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, We've got people here from... It's sometimes 7 in the morning till, you know, 2 in the morning. We, when we're running shows, it can be a 12- to 17-hour day easy. And uh, the door is, is an ever-revolving uh, space for people who, who either live in this neighborhood or are coming to check out this old, uh, old weird theater in the middle of uh, this kind of boutique street. street. So.
0: Do you like that it's a community hub, April?
2: I
3: absolutely love that it's a community hub. And uh, my first encounter with the Broadway Theatre was actually prior to arriving in Saskatoon in 2000. My brother had phoned ahead and actually bought us um, some... Mem- memberships for the Broadway theater because we were really big fans of rep- repertory theaters. Mm-hmm. So, um, and cinema. So we, we had those memberships before we came here and, um, I have strongly supported this, this community run organization mm-hmm. for, since I've arrived. Yeah.
0: So I'm so curious, April, because like, so you were a member, even before you moved here to the city, mm-hmm. when you, when you first started then like your involvement with the Broadway theater, what stood out to you?
3: Um, well absolutely that it you could feel that it was community run you could feel I was here Eric um, when we used to have pillows in a big in a big box at the front of the theater and no. we would and so we brought we actually bought pillows and we put them in the in the box and we would grab those pillows every time we came because the seats were so bad at the time <laughs> like you could not sit on them for the length of duration of a movie but yeah so I think that's I mean from the moment we stepped into the theater it was, we loved it. Yeah.
0: There's not still pillows now, is there? No, there
2: are not still pillows now, but definitely conversations about the the life of the seats left. And uh, uh, it's cool that... Uh, yeah, I didn't know that story about your membership pre because we're doing for our 30th anniversary a massive membership drive and overhaul of our membership system to really reflect how much the organization has grown and changed in the past 30 years. Okay,
0: so that's a nice segue to talk about the fact that, like, the Broadway... Well done, Aaron. Um <laughs> That the Broadway is turning 30, so so, like, how, is is it, a, is it an exciting time? Is it a time of reflection for you? Or is it, more, is it more just like, oh, my gosh, our October is insanely busy? Like, what's going through your head? It's
2: kind of all of the above. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of period of reflection. And, you know, we've been here for 14 years. So, that's almost half of that anniversary that we're celebrating and looking back and even trying to be like, what show was that that I was working and and who is this on stage and being able to go through and be like, right, like we've done a, a ton of really cool stuff here, and uh, a ton of powerful things and and life changing things and I've seen everything from baptisms to funerals and weddings and like it's re- as April said, it's a community hub, it's community owned and operated, so just as much as we're a space and a home for touring artists and and musicians, we also want to be a home for our community members as well uh, so yeah, lots of life events have taken place for people here so.
0: What has been? What has been like? Some of the the keys to success? Do you guys think, in terms of, of of the theater, you know, la- lasting, thriving for thirty years, and like, three or four of those years, in a pandemic, like, what 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 has a? Al- <laughs> I know. What has allowed it to to continue to be, you know, going strong?
2: The community, legitimately. Like, we wouldn't have been here. Post-pandemic, you know, uh, venues and and live music industry was hit incredibly hard by the pandemic. As we said, first to close, last to open. And we turned to our community for the first time in in over a decade and said, hey, we need your help. To, to be sticking around on the other side of this whenever that may be and our community showed up and and really blew us away with the amount of support that they they put behind us and so we like it feels like now our job is to honor all of that um, energy and time and dedication that our community put in to us during the pandemic and to make sure that there's a reason for them to be coming back here get those butts in those seats and and hopefully provide you know transformative and life changing experiences for our community as often as possible and yeah I want to make sure that the programming you're not going to see the same two people in the seats every day in a row here it's always a different uh, group of our community group of our community members entering this space so
3: Um, I think the you know part of the long-lasting legacy and work of the Broadway theatre has really um, is connected, I think, to the staff. Um, I was on the Broadway board for uh, five or six years, and throughout the and, and the COVID years as well. So it was an incredibly tough time, and we were just so um, thankful for the staff who really pulled together. Um, they were able to... Keep the, keep the organization afloat, as well as stay relevant within the context of COVID. And so, you know, even the signage that they had outside, and I shouldn't say they, I should say we, because I feel very <laughs> connected to the Broadway. Um, but I think um, even the signage, which became really iconic throughout those years, um, and I think Aaron can probably speak to that a little bit more, but really, I think the staff are so passionate about what this theater is and,
2: and what it brings to community.
0: Where where does that passion come from, Erin?
2: Uh, I was, I was raised by musicians and activists and community organizers, and, uh, my grandfather was a jazz drummer and grew up going to jazz festivals and music festivals as a kid, and when we moved to Saskatoon, that was, uh, we moved a lot as a family, and my family made a point of finding these community hubs through wherever we were, and it was, it was a really easy connection for us to the Broadway Theatre, so I think, uh... Creating gathering spaces for celebration and contemplation and education and inspiration—that's a really, really um, powerful thing that you can do for your, for the people, your neighbors. And uh, so I don't know where it comes from, but the drive has not the the flame has not gone out. It just keep, seems to keep getting bigger and bigger over yeah. over the years. So yeah, that's
0: really nice. <laughs> um, October is going to be a very busy month. Yes. Um, who would uh, who would like to? To uh, do a little rundown in terms of everything that's going on in October.
2: I can do that and then we can loop it into where April's gonna wow us on stage. Um, but so October uh is kind of the anniversary of being community owned and operated for 30 years and we have a ton of really cool programming happening throughout the month so some of it was natural that you know the tours worked out but the artists love the broadway and are really excited to be included in our birthday bash and then we've curated a few community events with um you know a classic country cakewalk with the sea hags and we've got an electric circus themed dj boogie night happening at the cosmo going to be so much fun it's going to be a lot of fun like just really remembering our roots in 1993 and uh and then we've got culminating all of these events with dan mangan and great lake swimmers and begonia and mary walsh and endless endless amounts of shows we also have a big birthday bash happening on october 25th with a number of our community performers as well uh including living sky Tycho, which april is a part of uh the delicates which our former executive director uh kirby Warchenko that's his band uh, and then we've got the Saskatoon Soaps are hosting who have been in this theatre for over 40 years and uh, and we'll also have Mariel Buckley performing as a duo which is really exciting because she's just an incredible artist and we've we've watched her career from the beginning I remember putting a show on with at the church just a couple blocks away from here with Mariel and it being a really powerful performance and so we're really excited to have her come celebrate with us on, on on the 25th so with all of that we're also doing a big membership drive as I spoke and uh, really transforming from uh, this like film model to how do we make our membership reflect anybody who would come through the store and make it beneficial for them so and then on top of that we've got some wicked film programming throughout the month some really great themed programming some celebrations some some classic drunken cinemas and a lot of 1993 themed uh, stuff and then an exclusive merch launch as well to celebrate our 30 years so we've got some really great artists who are connected to the theater who've made some pretty sweet stuff for our community to get to walk around proudly with so yeah we're excited. I'm also tired thinking about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that's like that's a lot of stuff.
2: We have an event every single day of the week, uh whether it be film-based or a rental with our community or um or with self-produced events that we've brought in with artists that we love. So, we're really excited to see some artists that we've watched their careers explode over the years and they still want to come back to the Broadway even though they could be playing bigger venues and and that's a great that's a great feeling for us to go okay it's it's uh, it's not just an ass thing. In yeah. <laughs> April you're going to be on stage.
3: Oh, yes, we are. Um, so I am part of a um, a Japanese drum group called Living Sky Taiko and it was founded by James Bykawi. He started it with a mere three Japanese drums, which are called taiko. Um, when he returned from Calgary, he brought these drums with him, and he just decided, we need to have a taiko group here. And so I was lucky enough to be part of that very early on in that first year. And uh, that was in, uh, what did I say? Uh, and I'm going to say nine. I think, 2009? Yeah, 13, was it 13 years? So 2009, so we've been together that long. There have been different members, of course. Right now we have eight of us as um, part of the performing group. And I can't tell you how excited we are to be part of this 30th anniversary show on October 25th. Um, we, we We play a lot of events throughout the summer at different festivals. Um, And it's very close to my heart. I am third-generation Japanese-Canadian, and this was the one, the very first thing in my life that really brought me back to sort of the roots of my culture. Um, For many, many years, you know, you spend a lot of time sort of being ashamed of who you are, being mostly because of for historical reasons of course Uh, both of my parents were interned during the second world war so but the taiko and the sounds of taiko so resonated with me when i was much younger and i i started playing in toronto and um again i'm so grateful to james for having started this group in saskatoon to be a part of so yeah we're just beside ourselves excited to be part of this this 25th anniversary
0: and does it hold any, like, extra significance? Because, like, you you were on the board for so many years. Like, you know the inner workings. You know, like, you were a member even before you moved here. Like Like, will it be... I guess you don't know until you actually do it, but I wonder what it will be like for you on stage.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I Even when Aaron invited me, I kind of got a little bit emotional, and it was just a text. It was a random text, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. And Yes, absolutely. I mean, the history um, with the Broadway, even when I became a board member, it was emotional, um, because of that history here. Um, it, like it was one of the first places that we connect. my husband and I connected with when we first arrived. And so, you know, to be on the board, I was just very proud to be a part of that. And now to be performing at the 30th anniversary will, yeah, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I think, connection there for me, Eric. I
0: love that. Um, how, how, the three of us ended up getting together was um, a week ago during Broadway Street Fair um, Aaron you and I you and I ran into each other and you're amazing puppy dog um, and we we were talking about um, you know the upcoming 30th anniversary and just sort of how how you you and your team are working so hard to make sure, like, there's another 30 years because, as we know, there are lots of other um, festivals and organizations that are struggling. and And I know, like, recently, Regina Folk Festival had to lay off all their staff, and and that made me sad because I've gone to that festival for years, and I, and I, I love it. Um, and so, like, how, how hard, how hard is it, Aaron, to make sure that you know the Broadway theater continues to, you know, 20. 53 and beyond.
2: Yeah. I think a big... um, A big driving force behind what'll help us with the next 30 years was the decision to restructure our leadership uh, team here at the theatre. For many years, the artistic uh, director position was rolled into the executive director position. And over the pandemic and throughout, you know, kind of the challenges of the past few years, we really recognized that at the core of our mission and mandate is the programming that we put on here. And um, we really needed to put our money where our mouth was and support the programming as much as possible whether that be accessible community events or like rock stars who want to you know sell the place out and and burn the house down type of thing um so but we really needed to be able to foster those relationships and really dedicate attention and and care to them to ensure that they are the right fit for our community and serve serve any everybody and anybody who would walk through these doors um it's hard watching our our comrades in the in the industry whether it be nonprofit or music or arts really struggle through this and and it's an eye opener to we got to be strategic we got to be creative we got to be community focused and minded uh in order to to launch the next 30 years i think about The folks who decided in 1993 when when the theatre was closed down after a few years of being blue uh, and then it was shut down, the people who went, we got to save this place, we got to make sure it's around for another 30 years and the amount of hard work and dedication they would have put in in order to ensure its survival. And I wouldn't be standing here without that work and so I hope that I can at least match it uh, in order to ensure that my successors 30 years down the road are doing, doing what they Need in order to serve our community and make it a better place to live in this city and in this province and that 's ultimately the driving force behind it is saskatoon 's a great city and we 're known for um, our arts and culture and and all of the the great things that we can provide but 10 years ago, a lot of these bands weren't stopping in Saskatoon. They were skipping over, or we were seen as a gas station stop, and the Broadway really had to curate a reputation as a, we, it is worth it to stop here, our audiences will show up, they will support you, and they'll buy your merch, and they'll buy tickets the next time you come to town, and the number of like repeated artists that we see is just kind of, it's kind of a testament to that, yeah.
0: That was very nicely said, April. Any, anything to add to that?
2: Um, I think
3: um, we're, we're talking about the future and uh, the next 30 years. I have I have great confidence in the staff and the board. Um, I think with our staff and like Aaron had mentioned the, you know, now there's sort of this co-leadership of artistic and executive director. I think that's brilliant. Um, I love that uh, Lenore Meyer is is the artist, uh, the executive director. And so with the two women at the helm, I just feel so, so encouraged that this is going to be sort of a new era for the Broadway theater. And, you know, talking to about the importance of community, the importance of community. Community relationships, making space for community and community voices Um, I hear much more talk too about reconciliation and um, a commitment to that and I know the Broadway has already partnered with Reconciliation Saskatoon and have done an event um, to help uh, raise the profile of some of these speakers and uh, educational opportunities for uh, people in Saskatoon to learn more about the history of You know this treaty six territory in the homeland of the metis i think it's it's a it's a responsibility of community organizations to do that and i think the broadway is really taking that seriously and i i appreciate that so much in community so i these are the things i see going forward um that make me feel so i so happy and so encouraged that you know we're going in the right direction
0: Gosh, you two are good. Um, last question for you both, Erin. You mentioned something earlier that um, is sort of sticking in my head uh, about honoring what the you know what the community wants and what what the community is looking for in a in a theater in an organization like this at the Broadway Theater. Um, how how will you both know that you're that you're doing that you're doing a good job? That you are honoring what the community is asking. Like how do you how do you know when you're when you're doing well?
2: I think audiences showing up, um, kind of the feedback. Sometimes we don't get feedback about our programming even for like year until years later where someone will stop you on the street and go, I was at this show in 2018 and it, you know, I met my wife there or like, you know, these, these, trickle effects that you know when you close the theater down at the end of the night and you've been on your feet running around scooping popcorn and you're salty and a little exhausted uh those stories kind of yeah are really motivating for right this like this is a spot where uh it's a gathering space and those gathering spaces are i in my opinion really um they're really sacred to community building and community unity and uh, I'm hopeful that yeah the next uh, someone's asked me recently where do you see the next 30 years and I just can't answer the question because over 14 years we've exceeded my expectations and I think everybody else's as well and we do things that I never would have imagined that we would be doing when I start when I walked in here in 2009 and got uh, completely obliterated by a sold-out Corb Blunt show and uh, that was my first shift I was thrown to the wolves and I and I remember watching like the smiles of people who came out of the auditorium. That's one of my favorite things to do at the end of a show is to stand here at the concession and watch the audience leave because you can really gauge the kind of effect it had, whether it was powerful or joyful or, uh, yeah, all of those things. And so uh, I think that's it. It's just watching the audiences and seeing the, like, effect it can kind of have immediately and then also hearing the, like, effects from years, years down the road.
0: How were the beer sales that night for Corb? <laughs>
2: oh they're pretty next level (laughs) and back then we only had like a small keg fridge holding holding beers and uh yeah it was uh quite the quite the event
0: i i I asked because i one of my favorite broadway shows it wasn't that 2009 show but it was later on it it was just him acoustic here and and i was third row with my cousin troy and I, I was smiling and, and laughing because he's such a great storyteller, great musician, but also he had five drinks <laughs> on a chair beside him. There was like two beers yeah. and a Ryan Coke yeah. and a water, and then there was something else too. Yeah, oh yeah. and he would just like kind of cycle through everyone and, uh, and he had an intermission and I, and I remember I think I think all the beer got sold out that night. It was oh, yeah. a Saturday yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. it was just but it was it was um, and it was great too because it was such a diverse crowd. He's Indeed. such a, he brings in so many different people, totally, but. Yeah. It was great to see it here.
2: Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. venue is like—it's a really great space to see your favorite artists. Yeah. It's intimate. Uh, there isn't a bad seat in the house. We've got incomparable sound and lighting technicians. Like, we're really, really lucky to have the teams that we work with behind us, and uh, and so yeah, we do what we can to make sure that it's a a welcoming and joyful experience yeah. for for every community member, and um, and so yeah, I, I it's just endless possibilities. I think for the next 30 and hopefully 60, 90 years. It's an old building, you know, it's a 77 year old building but 30 years of arts and culture focus is, uh, we've done a lot in those 30 years and so I can only imagine where it's going to go.
0: That's amazing. April, anything else you want to, uh, to to add or before I let you go on with your busy days?
2: Uh, yes, I have a lot to add Eric. <laughs>
0: This is your time, April.
3: So I think, going back to your question about, you know, how will we know um, whether we've been successful or, you know, whether we're we're meeting, we're honouring sort of the past and also moving into the future. I think for me, and Aaron and I have talked about this so many times over Ace Burgers or, you know, um, but... uh, you know there there have been many times in the past where my husband and I have come to this theater and I've been almost the only person of color in the theater. And uh, Aaron and I always talk about you know how do we make those changes? how do we make this theater relevant for everybody in our community and you know whether it's racialized people in in, people from indigenous communities we really really want to make this a relevant uh theater for every, a true community theater and so you know i think um it's it's happening slowly and these things do happen very very slowly um but we've had such great great um talent here such as we had uh, Tanya Tagak T- mm-hmm. and uh, Don Spidell put has put on several shows here, yeah. amazing, beautiful shows yeah. um, and the Broadway has offered some of these for free um, as well as uh, my absolute favourite was uh, Red Sky which is a dance company from, out of Toronto and it was just breathtaking and so you know we have and and now you know inviting different groups including living sky taiko to be a part of a mainstream event so you know it's not just an ethnocultural event it's a mainstream event right Um, we're not being marginalized we are part of the celebration you know so i feel those types of small wins those types of small movements forward are just so important and i really think the I believe that the Broadway is very committed um, to this and uh, just one plug is that you know we are looking for more people who think this way and hope for the future this way to be on this board we will be recruiting um, very shortly so I'm hoping that other that people out there who hear this will be attracted to being part of this you know this Sort of phase of the Broadway theater and going forward, being far more, you know, being very conscious about being inclusive and about being reflective and hearing voices from all parts of our community.
0: It's such a pleasure speaking with you both. It really is. It really is. I think, well, for the record, April, I've been trying to get you on the podcast for six years. And so the fact that you're on this now, oh boy. Well,
3: Eric, I just want to say, and you might cut this out, I don't know. But I wanna thank you yeah. for really raising, um, making space for voices in community for those people who typically we don't hear from. And that was the whole point of your podcast from the very beginning. And it's why I've been a huge supporter from the very beginning because, you know, I, I 100% support trying to raise so the profile and hear the voices that we don't typically hear of people doing these amazing, I mean, some of the people you've interviewed are just incredible, yeah. the work that they're doing every day in our community, and we just don't hear those stories enough. So I can't thank you enough for for doing that for us. <laughs> so please don't cut this
2: part out. Yeah, please. Please keep it, because it's legit. It's, it's feedback. Yes. It's good feedback. It's feedback. feedback.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's very... Um, I am not good at accepting compliments, but I'm... Um, i Coming from we'll you both. at... Okay, so thank yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, April. Yeah, no, thank you, Aaron, for yeah. the kind words. Um, back to you guys, though. You two are amazing, and um, yeah, thank you for the work that you do here with Broadway Theater. And good luck with a very busy month yeah. of October. April, good luck on stage thank you. on we the 25th. Mm, yeah.
2: We hope you're going to be here October so 25th. Yeah. don't worry. Okay. It's you can. Oh, that will
0: be lots that will yeah. be lots of fun.
2: A yeah. party without Eric Anderson. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to be working, we just want you here to To celebrate. And that is a big part of it. It's just a celebration to say, hey, look what we did for 30 years and let's do another 30 and have fun doing it. All
0: right. Thank you both so much.
2: Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for your time.
0: My thanks to Aaron Otterbein, April Sora, and Holly Gilroy for being on the podcast for this special bonus episode celebrating 30 years of the Broadway Theatre. Now, if you want to check out all the events happening this month at the Broadway, be sure to visit their website, BroadwayTheater.ca. My name is Eric Anderson. I host, produce, and edit this local independent podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to tell your friends and leave a five-star review. A brand new episode of YXC Underground drops on October 12th featuring Charlene Siwak, who is the Adult Literacy Coordinator at Foundations Learning and Skills. I think you're really going to enjoy her episode. She's just a wonderful person and is doing really important work in our community. Before I go, I would like to acknowledge that these interviews were gathered on Treaty 6 territory and the traditional homeland of the Métis. YXE Underground is a production of the Salthammer Production Company. My name is Eric Anderson. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon in Saskatoon.